A taller New Zealand church group attempting to flee Israel is disappointed the New Zealand government is charging people for a repatriation flight which doesn't bring them back home. The Tongan ethnic group is made up of 45 New Zealand citizens, some elderly, including one who's battling cancer and in need of medication. The government has secured 90 seats on the first flight to assist New Zealand and Pacific nationals to leave Israel, but it comes at a cost. Alicia Foon spoke with Therese Laulu, a close friend of Bessie Sikalu, a 26-year-old member of the church group who's in Israel. The team is in a hotel in Tel Aviv. They're about 20 minutes away from where they're launching rockets, so at the heart of um, the war zone. Are they safe? I'm not actually sure because I haven't heard back from her. But she did message me this morning um, saying that they were saying that they were okay, they're safe. They've got um, some outers with them who was sick and um, need medical like assistance. So I think they're more worried about like you know the outers in their group that are are needing this uh, medical attention. They said that they have plans to hopefully leave tomorrow with the Tongan consul just because they said that they feel like what MFAT and the New Zealand consul have offered up as an option for them to fly out isn't actually feasible for them. Let's go into that. What is yeah. what is the repatriation flight option that MFAT have put on the table? So MFAT have offered them flights from Israel to Abu Dhabi but they've told all New Zealand citizens and residents are responsible for their own travels from Abu Dhabi home to New Zealand. Any costs incurred while they are in Abu Dhabi, like accommodation-wise, um, travel costs, that will fall on, fall back on the person. Yeah. So I have the email that was sent to the group here. It says there will be a charge associated with this flight and you will need to sign an undertaking to repay before boarding the flight. So yeah. there will be a cost to actually get on the flight. Yeah. And then once people get on the flight, they're not coming directly to New Zealand. They will be landing in the UAE. And so they need mm. to meet the UAE entry requirements. But not mm. only that, they will have to make their own onwards travel arrangements from Abu Dhabi. So when yep. MFAT talks about a repatriation flight back to New Zealand, do you think that's good enough that they're, they're offering essentially a flight halfway to the Middle East um, and not back home to Aotearoa? No, absolutely not. I think... In this state of like emergency, this is actually a crisis. The very least they can do is to bring them home to New Zealand. It's just so disappointing that the Tongan government and consul have had to step up and had to figure this out for New Zealand citizens and are offering to pay flights for them home all the way back to New Zealand from um, Israel. And this is coming from a country that is has far less resources and manpower than New Zealand does. I don't think this is a resources issue because if a small island nation can do that, we can definitely do that. I think it's more a prioritisation issue and that New Zealand government and a consul are just not taking this matter as seriously as they should. That's how I feel and that's how the group is feeling as well. Um, Just reading a quote from what my friend had said this morning, 
she was saying that um, the Tongan consulate has been a pillar of strength for us in these times. The feel of the timers was staying in high spirits and doing our best to remain hopeful and prayed up about the situation. But it's the Tongan consulate who that has kept them reassured throughout this entire um, situation and not the New Zealand um, government. Super grateful to the Tongan consul and the government for their, you know, generosity and love. But that that job isn't theirs to do. That should fall back on the New Zealand government. Is it mm. true that there is a member who was based in Germany from the Tongan consulate who flew to Israel and is actually with the group now and guiding them out? Is that correct? Yep, that's true. When the Tongan consular, our consul heard that this was happening and that there was a, a group of uh, New Zealanders who are Tongans stuck in Israel, he flew out immediately, um, has been on the ground with them for days, trying to help them and figure out safe passage for them home. And so, like, that, he acted immediately, which is what we've been urging the New Zealand government to do. But it's been, like, you know their response to fly people out to Abu Dhabi, that was their best solution they came up with in a few days. That's just that's just not good enough. Does the group have travel insurance? And if not, um, would they be in a position to be able to afford these flights back? Mm. Um, I'm not entirely sure if everyone in the group has travel insurance, but, you know, these flights cost thousands of dollars. I don't think many of them are in positions to be able to fork out that money to pay for their flights home, that response was is definitely made for more privileged people and backgrounds, which is just like, you know, really worrying because you think these are the types of people that are creating solutions for us, are people that are very disconnected from a lot of real uh, people living in real life situations. I think they're just adding to the levels of stress if, you know, more than helping them. Like, yes, we've got this flight for you, but you've got to pay for it and you've got to, you know, jump through more hurdles to to be able to be on this flight. You know, the flight isn't even guaranteed seats for everyone. So there's another thing. And they're not even sure when the next flight, you know, is available. It's just, honestly, it's just, it's frustrating. I think what has been, like, one of the worst experiences was is definitely knowing that our friend is there with her with her dad and um, their elders. Like, there's a whole group of them. It was just feeling very helpless and feeling like we weren't being heard on this side when we were trying to communicate the urgency of the situation to the New Zealand consul. That was like one of the hardest things for us because it was just like incredibly frustrating trying to tell them, look, we've got New Zealand citizens are trapped and trying to communicate like how urgent it was for them to act immediately. And just having the response from the New Zealand consul was like they didn't really care or it wasn't really a priority on their list. That was the feeling that we got, and that was the feeling that my friend and her father got as well as the group. So that was probably one of the hardest things, was just feeling like we had no hope and feeling like we had no support from this end. Island nations who have less resources do everything they can to get their citizens out. Like, it's just... And you, and you see us and we're just chilling and sitting back and, you know, we're going to go through 100 million processes before we can actually do something... Like, it's just so disheartening. You start to lose faith in the government that you've, you know, paid taxes for, that you've, like, contributed so much to, you know, your whole life. 